1: Hello, good evening. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra of Time. I'm your host. I'm Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Ryan. How are you? Hello.
0: I'm good. Thanks yourself.
1: Yeah, very good. Thank you very much.
0: Um, you had a good week? Yes, thank you. I haven't really done much to be honest with you. So it's, I've, I've been working, but you know, standard. You always self. say you don't do very much. Well, you know me. <laughs> what have you been
1: doing working? Where do you work? Or what do you
0: uh, do? well, I'm. I work in IT so I'm usually like some someone comes up to me says their computer's broken and I have to try and fix it. Alright.
1: Oh IT people are getting hard stares at our work this week. Oh, Yeah. Any reason? Um our server where you store your Excel and Word files won't work.
0: Yeah, that's never a good thing. No. Yeah, you don't want that, now.
1: Annoyingly, emails still work, so we still get work to do. <laughs> <laughs> but you just can't, you haven't got anything to do it on. <laughs>
0: oh, that's not good. Yeah,
1: so there you go. Uh, right, this week we're going to be talking about the Champions League, we're going to be talking a bit of FA Cup, some Premier League, and some scores from around the world and other bits and bobs. So, first of all, should we start with some good news, shall we, from an English coefficient point of view? Yes. Uh, Manchester City won Paris Saint-Germain 0. Um Kevin De Bruyne... Scored after Sergio Aguero, he really missed that penalty, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't just miss it a little bit; he missed it a lot. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit off, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I speak as a man who has taken two penalties in his life. I've taken two penalties in penalty shootouts, and I missed both of them.
0: Oh, that's that's not too bad. I mean, yeah, it's not the greatest ratio, but I what, mean, naught out of two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least it was only two. Yeah, well, I've hit the crossbar on one, and the other one, I Chris waddled straight over the bar. Well, I, when I used to play football, I'd scored with a handball. Actually, no, I did that twice. I think I've scored like four goals in my career, two were handballs and should never have stood, and one of them was an own goal, which
1: Are I you, still count. Yeah, just you have to count handball. those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a goal, isn't it? Yeah, Exactly. Might be the wrong end, but it's fine. No, that's just semantics. Yeah. <laughs> um Kevin De Bruyne has uh, scored fifteen and assisted for twelve, um, for City, who won this three two on aggregate. Um they had missed him, haven't they? You could tell with that Bournemouth game the other week where
0: he came back and won. Yeah, absolutely. He's a really good player. I really rate him.
1: Yeah, um where did he come from before Wolfsburg again?
0: Uh, he played for some Crappy club that doesn't know what to do with talent. So. Why did you get rid of him? Uh, probably the same reason we got rid of Lukaku and Scherler and all these other players that, oh, Matic the first time. And then obviously we Was got Wasn't Matic, Matic back part again. of the David Luiz deal? Yes, yeah. And then we brought him back again. Um, Chelsea just don't know what to do with young talent. I think it's either the managers don't want to put trust in them or if they have a bad game, they're then crucified for forever
1: I did think the same thing last night watching Luis Felipe run down the pitch and get a penalty off of Iniesta
0: he's a really good player he didn't get any chances in the team to to prove his worth and mm. then obviously they just got rid of him the season so it, yeah it's difficult I think that's why everyone's been so excited about this sort of mini youth res- revolution at Chelsea this sort of past few weeks
1: yeah um, Otamendi and Mangler could, uh, kept just their third clean sheet in 17 games together
0: I'm not overly surprised though. Well, they kept a clean sheet? The amount time, yeah. Why is that? Because I've just... The Man City defence is always just so sort of disappointing. And I don't know what it is, they just seem to always... Well, they just concede. So I'm not overly surprised they have only got a couple of clean sheets on that record. Are
1: you, are you surprised they... So you're surprised they kept a clean sheet this time? Yes. Oh, right, yeah. 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 Um, it did surprise me somewhat as well. Um, but Paris Saint-Germain quarter-final uh, knockouts in the last four Champions League campaigns and they've only won one out of eight versus English teams um, I presume that was against your lot I, yeah I guess so actually <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, heart save from Ibramovic that free kick, did you see that? yes that was very special, very special save actually to be fair to him hmm. uh, and they had a goal disallowed as well didn't he? yeah um, and did you see Hart and Mangala hug afterwards after that goal was oh, oh I didn't actually <laughs> did you not see that no. <laughs> it was very very sweet actually they sort of jumped Aww. up and, down and hugged yeah they they jumped up and down and hugged each other as if the sort of final whistle had just gone or something but yeah it was very sweet of them <laughs> um, we've, we'll talk about the other teams in a second but I mean as far as everyone knows the last four is Manchester City Atletico Real Madrid and Bayern Munich Um if you're one of those other three teams, are you thinking, I really hope I don't get City?
0: Um I think City are probably going to be thinking, that's only one team that we want to get out of those three. Which and is No who? disrespect Atletico Madrid. Oh, really? Yeah. Right, no okay. disrespect to them, but I just think City are probably sort of... I'd, I'd like to think Atletico are probably would be happy with the draw to get City rather than sort of it be... Anything else? I don't think that I don't think they'll be worried about getting City compared to the other competition. You see, I I got a feeling City are probably the weakest team left in the competition. Yeah,
1: but if I was them, I think I, in all honesty, I'd probably want Real Madrid. Um, Atletico are a nasty team to play against, aren't they? Yeah. Um, in both what they do and tactics as well. Um, Real Madrid, I certainly think that defence is gettable, and you've got a very inexperienced manager there as well, haven't you?
0: Yeah, uh, they're definitely in this sort of position where, if you, as we've seen, you know, if they if they don't play right or they don't have their big star step up, they're easy for, easily for the taken. So, I think well, Atletico would probably relish getting Real Madrid only just because obviously they know their style and they probably could beat them anyway.
1: Yeah, I did think last night. I did think in this world of FIFA corruption, is it um, <laughs> not too much for to rig a draw where you've got we have got two Madrid clubs, and the team where the manager for next
0: season could play against his team. Even if it's not fixed, it, it will happen either or that, or that they keep they're kept apart, and then it's City buying in the final. No, possibly. Yeah, but then you've got to rig two football matches. Then, well, you? yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, also, speaking of Atletico, uh, they beat Barcelona 2-0. Antoine Griezmann scored both goals. Um, right, a couple of yes or no's. Should Neymar have been sent off for that kick? Uh,
0: Debatable, really. I think probably yes.
1: I thought, but... But really, I thought no.
0: Mm, other than that, it's always, when someone kicks out, it's always a bit iffy anyway. Yeah, I mean, you give the referee decision yeah. make, don't you? Yeah. Uh,
1: should Luis Suarez have been sent off for his elbow on Diego Godin? Oh, I didn't actually see that bit. Didn't you? Ooh. Who is actually, I just imagine, is his national team captain, isn't he? Yes. of <laughs> course. <laughs> um, there was lots of mention of this. Basically, the ball comes into the air and it's there for Suarez to head at. And I think he, it's one of those ones where he uses his elbow for leverage um, and gave Diego Godin a rather nasty egg under his eye. You know, sort of a, the big sort of bruise. Yeah. On the on the bone above your eye, it was. And it hung down quite low. It looked quite nasty. But I think it was an
0: accident. Then again, I mean, with Suarez, it's always difficult to mm. tell because he's got such a mean streak about him. It's, it's always that. Even if he doesn't mean any malicious intent, <laughs> the assumption always is going to be, Oh, actually, maybe he did do it, but you know, that's the type of player he is, yeah, it's hard to
1: believe him. Uh, okay, another couple of yes or no. Should Barcelona have had a penalty with the Gabri
0: handball? Um, it was very close. To, like it was very close to the play. He looked but, very sheepish afterwards, didn't but he? But his arm was in a bit of an unnatural position, so it probably should have been a pen. I think the reason the referee probably wouldn't have given it was would have been the distance between the the. Player kicking the ball and in,
1: yeah. in the box. He looked very sheepish, didn't he?
0: Yeah. He just looks like, oh, cock all over this.
1: Yeah, well, he, he, as soon as it happened, you sort of.
0: That annoyed arm movement
1: you sometimes do. Uh, he did that, and then you <laughs> realised that you got away with it. But, should Iniesta have been on the pitch to cross it?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't see that bit either. I've missed all these bits now. This was the handball for the penalty.
1: Oh, yes. It was who um, you handballed it. Oh. Uh... Because that cross was through to Griezmann, wasn't it? If Iniesta didn't do that,
0: yes. I, I don't know. Hmm. I suppose, I suppose it is denying a goal scoring opportunity. Actually, so. um, that's debatable. That one, I think. What yeah. do you think? Is...
1: I, yeah, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a sending off because that was it. Griezmann would have been on his own about ten yards out, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, that's what I. Would, I mean, that's what I kind of thought. Uh, it was. It was like the Alamo at the end, wasn't it, for Atletico? Yeah but you just kind of thought I was, I was willing them on I do love a fantastic defensive display or sort of last stitch defending or last stitch tackling I did kind of I was willing them on
0: yeah it's always it's always nice when a big big team sort of you know is pushing so much at the end and the, the other team sort of being so plucky and yeah like you said last stitch defending yeah
1: uh, Barcelona had 77% possession although in amongst all that uh, Lino Messi had 60 touches none of which were in the opposition's area
0: yeah, so I think Barcelona only had one touch in the opposition half, uh, in, the opposition half in the first half. I saw that start somewhere earlier.
1: One touch? What half something or that, penalty
0: box? Well, maybe penalty box. The the tweet uh, the tweet I saw was a bit ambiguous. Uh, it was just something that I saw sort of uh, half an hour ago, randomly as I was scrolling the internet.
1: Oh, you, were, you were doing last-minute homework, were you? Yeah. <laughs> it's the last refuge of a um, <laughs> of a crammer. Uh, they've lost four out of five now in all competitions as well. They're three points clear in the league with six games left. They've got 76 points. Then it's Atletico on 73 and Real Madrid on 72. Um, they are free-falling quite fast, aren't they? They lost at the weekend to somebody obscure. Was it was it Sochi Dad they lost at the weekend?
0: I can't remember. No. They lost at the weekend. I do remember that. Well this is the weird thing, obviously they're sort of dropping for no apparent reason. I, mean, I suppose they've not got anything else to really, they don't have to worry about the Champions League now so maybe they'll focus on the league and get the job done. So this is part of some grand strategy is it? Unintentionally, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's always that thing when you're out of a competition, and you go, "Well, we've got more time to focus on the league now." <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant! That's really well done for <laughs> losing them. <laughs> um, Real Madrid three, Wolfsburg nil. No. Oh, was this inevitable? I don't think it. Well, it was in a way. I mean, Ronaldo's obviously, but it's, but Wolfsburg didn't overly help themselves. The the first two goals, the defending was just so poor. Like Wolfsburg just didn't. They looked all over the place. They gave away the ball that led to the through ball for the first goal, and then for the second one, they just sort of no one tracked Ronaldo at the near post. He's a very underrated header of the ball, isn't he? Absolutely. I, I I really rate Ronaldo. I think he. I always. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to well, go far, is he? He's a good player. I think he'll let, he'll be a star <laughs> one day. Uh, if someone always says Messi or Ronaldo, I always tend to say Ronaldo controversially Did only you? only because I think he's proved it on more stages than Messi has in terms of Ronaldo's obviously he's done it in the Premier League and La Liga as well it's just one of those things where as a player he's a bit stronger he's a, you know has a few more sort of skills about him than Messi does
1: you see I, I think Messi's a better player and he has scored my favourite goal ever but I find Ronaldo far more interesting as a person because he's such a narcissist
0: Oh, he's he's much more entertaining. Messi's quite boring, really. Yeah, As a, just like, oh yeah, I'm I'm good at football, I guess. You know, yeah, get this Ballon d'Or every couple of, every year, and just like, oh, all right. <laughs> Ronaldo's just like gets gets trophies, <laughs> like look at me, I'm the best.
1: He is, isn't he? I mean, he's got a fa- he's, he's got this fantastic will to win, isn't he? Um, yeah. What was better? I see, I couldn't figure out what his better goal was. Was it the header or was it the free kick? Because the
0: the wall did move a little bit. I was going to the, the free kick. Really, like, from the first thing, I was like, oh, that's a good free kick. And then a couple of replays later, I was like, oh, "Actually, it's not actually that great. <laughs> they cocked it up, didn't they? Like, <laughs> yeah, again, it, did, it was all a bit meh. Defending, Again, defending was the, the key problem.
1: Hmm. Um, well, speaking of defending, Real Madrid haven't conceded any goals at home in the Champions League. Which, if you think, it, as we've discussed on this pod before, in a defence that consists of Marcello and Sergio Ramos and Pepe, that's... Um, <laughs> We've got to give Caelan Nava some praise that's, here, have we? Well, that's, that's, that's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. It's only the third time a team has come back from uh, a 2-0 first leg reverse to win. Um, Barcelona did it against Milan in 2013. And Manchester United under David Moyes in 2014 uh. against Olympia Olympiacos Remember, they lost that one 2-0, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Draxler, Julian Draxler, could be a doubt for the Euros. He went off with an injured thigh.
0: Yeah, so that's a shame. Like, Again, yeah, I think we've said before, Drax is a great player. Yeah. Um, they'll definitely miss him and he'll be missed at the Euros if he doesn't go. It is a shame because it,
1: this is like, you know, it, it was almost like his time, wasn't it? This was a stage for him to shine on.
0: Yeah, he's he's built up a lot of momentum over the past sort of, well, over the season he's sort of been showing that he's a you know a really good player and he's can sort of go on from here and then obviously he's a bit of a knockback now.
1: Yeah. Uh, and finally, Champions League: Benfica 2, Bayern Munich to um, Rodriguez and Conciel for Benfica, who took the lead, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, and then a tour of a Did you see that goal? Yes, that oh, goal. God, just just, <laughs> just hammered it. He did. One of two things happened. Do you know if that was me or you doing that? That would probably go about eighteen feet over the bar.
0: Oh, if it was me, it probably just wouldn't even leave my
1: foot. Just <laughs> dribble on the ground. Uh, uh, it <laughs> just fell. And Thomas Muller with his 36th Champions League goal. That's a good record. It is, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: Somebody tweeted, uh, I was talking to somebody on Twitter, a fellow Liverpool fan. We were talking about getting Goethe, um, And he said he'd happily murder all 7,000 of his Twitter followers just to get Muller at um, Liverpool. And I kind of agree with him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, watch out, Twitter followers. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, the Conte free kit was a good one, wasn't it? That was the one at the end. Yeah, that was really good. Um, at which point the Vittoria, uh, Vittoria, the Benfica boss, he'd been sent to the stands, hadn't he? Did you see him, cele- well, he wasn't celebrating. They were sort of jumping around him. and He didn't look very impressed. Well, yeah. obviously, if you've got a bunch of people just jumping, you, probably thinking I should be on the bench right now, not a <laughs> stupid seat. Um, was that a rich, red card? Do you think for having Martinez leading to the free kick?
0: Um oh, I didn't actually see this one, so I'm not Say no. Sure. No. <laughs> no Good lad,
1: that's the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh Rivera he, he missed another one. He missed a probably far easier chance just after he scored. Um which would have made it particularly interesting. Mm. Uh the fifth successive Champions League semi final for Bayern Munich, who had seventy four percent possession in all this.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be an interesting one now to see where they go from, from here off seats. Guardiola's last sort of a few games now so hopefully I mean, it depends who they get if they get City obviously it'll be a really big interesting sort of situation if they don't get City then I'm sure they'll make their way to the final regardless of who they get
1: yeah I mean they um they won the treble didn't they the year that I think was it Heinke was leading? yes and before Guardiola took over yeah Um okay FA Cup should you talk a bit about that yep yeah. Uh, West Ham one Manchester United two uh Marcus Rashford I think took the scored the opening goal, didn't yes. he? Yes. And then yeah, Fellaini, yeah. and then uh James Tompkins. Yeah. Um Randolph. Goalkeeper Randolph, he uh, I, I can't remember his first name. Um he kept them in it the first half, didn't he, really? It was safe from Fellaini with his foot and somebody else as well, wasn't there?
0: Yeah, I can't remember who the other one was though, actually. No, After.
1: Um, but, yeah, he they, they did well to keep it in. And then we were discussing this, weren't we, pre-recording, that mm. once they took the lead, um, David De Gea pulled off a save from Antonio, you said, didn't you? Uh, yes,
0: yeah. That yeah, was really good, yeah. Antonio was at the near post from recording. He flicked it on, and De Gea sort of, a flash of quickness, just sort of got down to his left and, and managed to poke it away. But, yeah, everyone was loving him on Twitter, that's for yeah.
1: sure. I mean, it was like, it was Gordon Banks saving from Pelé or something, but you watch them back and that one was a good save, but the other seemed a bit more pedestrian.
0: Yeah, it is that thing. I think we were saying it again before, the, before recording and he's just a bit of a hype man certain games. Yes, he's definitely keeping Van Gaal in a job. That was a title I saw of an article today um, because of how many points he's won them this season and how many situations he's saved them from. Um, he's a very good keeper. Sometimes I think it, the hype's oversold. Yeah. But, yeah. Is he better I suppose than I'm, Courtois? Doing that. I'm doing that just because I'm a biased Chelsea fan I was going to
1: say, is he better than Courtois? Yes. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. So you're. There's a man with a gun pointing at your head, and uh, he says, whoever saves this penalty, <laughs> choose a man to save a penalty.
0: <laughs> yeah, hmm? no, I'd
1: pick that, yeah. To save the penalty? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's hope he doesn't know you're a Chelsea fan well (laughs) Uh, of course Coyote had the offside goal as well didn't he yes Uh, and did did you see well he was offside wasn't he yeah yeah. Um, when Antonio gave the ball away For Rashford to run through and score. I could just see at the bottom of my screen, Billich just jumping up and down, waving his arms around
0: madly, just as a camera. He was furious. (laughs) They even mentioned it, they they mentioned it in commentary, like, Billich is going absolutely mad for giving the ball away. And then, I mean, it was a great goal from Rashford. He still has a lot to do. And to sort of beat the man and put it into the top corner. But yeah, Billich was just jumping up and down, going all sorts of crazy. Yeah. Um, some bonkers people at work were
1: talking about Rashford going to the Euros.
0: No. 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 Just.
1: No. So who have we got it's ahead It's not of Walcott
0: him? all over again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so who have we got to go ahead of him? We've obviously got Rooney's going because he's captain. You've got Harry Kane, Jamie Vardy, Danny Welbeck. There's your four, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I'd want to take Welbeck or not. Well, if you didn't take Welbeck, you'd probably take Sturridge, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, to be honest, Carroll's been playing okay recently he'd offer something different sort of you know last 10 minutes you can just hoof a ball into the box you see I was thinking about this
1: I think he'd be entirely unsuited to playing in Europe because I think he'd give away far more fouls because it's it's a different style of refereeing and different style of play isn't it imagine him up against someone like Ramos and every time he went near him he'd be (laughs) on the floor wouldn't he (laughs) yeah perhaps we would be like lying playing dead on the floor or something <laughs> yeah that's our first group game. Our second group <laughs> game is against Portugal when it does the same thing with Pepe, <laughs> and then you've got someone like Chiellini in the third group game. yeah it, it you can see him against central defenders yeah. and giving loads of free kicks away.
0: I think it's difficult because you've got your your, your massive on form strikers and then you've got your you know your captain Rooney who has to go anyway mm. and then you that fourth spots a bit difficult really because Welbeck's been okay. Sturridge hasn't really been in the you know, been playing much and yeah, Rashford's probably just too young. It's Mm -hmm. probably going to mess with him to take him. I think it'd be quite selfish of Hodgson to take him Mm. because it would seem unnecessary. Yeah, I think
1: you're right. Well, speaking of West Ham, uh, have you seen their deal for the Olympic Stadium today? I've
0: seen a little bit about it but I'm not sure what actually
1: happens. They play Well, they pay, sorry, two and a half million pounds a year to play um, 25 games at the Olympic Stadium, but they won't pay for any policing, any stewarding, any heating, any pitch maintenance or corner flags, which annoy some people. So the (laughs) corner flags must obviously cost a lot of money because they've annoyed a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I've never really paid that much attention. (laughs) No. Well, that's... Interesting. Yeah. Uh, people are pointing out that the fact that um, Manchester City did very well from the Commonwealth Games Stadium, but I think if you bear in mind the fact that Manchester City basically rebuilt large parts of East Manchester as well, didn't they? Yeah.
0: I think, yeah, I mean, it's very bizarre actually for that deal to be that nice to West Ham.
1: Yeah, especially when you consider the fact that uh, Tory peer Karen Brady voted against disability or voted for disability cuts, <laughs> didn't she? And here she is getting a, a brand new state aided football stadium.
0: <laughs> Life just isn't fair.
1: No, well, not actually Karen Brady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, other bits of news: uh, the Turkish Cup this week, Galatasaray and Fenerbahce drew nil-nil. Um, speaking of neighbours and being the best of friends, uh, it was a couple of Libertadores this week as well. Ooh. Yeah, um, River Plate and Boca Juniors are still top in their groups. Um, Boca beat Racing Club 1-0 uh to top their group. River Plate lost 2-1 to Sao Paulo, our, but they're still top, and Sao Paulo are now second, both on eight points. And Atletico Colum- uh, Nacional Colombia won 1-0 versus Sporting of Peru, and they're, they're now 5-5, five five, won 5-5. Five five. If you want to know more about the Copa Libertadores... Where would you like to hear about it, Ryan? Would you like to know? Yeah, I would like to know. I'm going to take a guess. Is it on Man and the Post? Well, it's, it, well, we just talked about it. Wow, well, wow. Well. <laughs> Another podcast I discussed today, actually. So It's called um, World Football Index. So, at World Football I. That's the letter I on Twitter. They're very good. Uh, nice lads. And um, give them a listen because they don't just do the Libertadores. They do all around the world and other bits and bobs as well. It's very interesting if you're into boring things. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have we got we've got the Tehran derby tomorrow um, Persepolis versus Esteglal. Um that's a rather small affair as well yeah yeah there's only 100,000 Madaranians there <laughs> um, Esteglal currently second on 45 points ahead on goal difference of Persepolis uh, they both need to catch Esteglal KH if they um uh, whoever wins, that will go top above them. Uh, Olympic Ljubljana manager Marco Nikolic apologises after calling his own player Bessing Iluke a black idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you call him a black idiot? Well, um, Blessing Iluke scored a 90th minute equaliser and over-celebrated, eating into the injury time and giving less time for them to score a winner.
0: That's just... Excellent, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought you had to add time on for a. Yeah, I thought if if you obviously if it's not play time, then you have to add it on.
1: I thought it was like thirty. Well, maybe they celebrated for more than thirty mm, seconds.
0: Maybe. Yeah, uh,
1: and the MLS this week, Nigel De Jong. Remember him? Yes. Of the tackle on Javi Lonzo's <laughs> chest. Um, well, he tackled Portland Timbers' Darlington Nagabi so badly that it left him in a wheelchair. Jeez. Uh, Darlington, not Nigel De Jong. In a wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, have you seen it? I haven't, but oh It's pretty nasty. I think he, he I think he thinks that Nagabi's gonna run one way around him and Nagabi runs around the back of him and he sort of does that thing where you sort of twist your leg back of your leg out, uh and nearly broke him in half. And then got a yellow card.
0: Oh my god.
1: If you get a chance to look at it, then do it, but probably after nine o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> um but in the MLS this week, you've got Sporting Kansas 1, Colorado Rapids 2, Portland Timbers 1, FC Dallas 3, San Jose Earthquakes 2, New York Red Bulls 0. New York Red Bulls, oh, I thought would be pretty good because they got all the right Phillipses and everybody. Um, They're bottom but 1 in the East Division. That, yeah, okay. I don't know. So, no, yeah, I would have thought they would have been pretty good. Yeah, I thought they'd be okay. Uh, in the West Division, you've got Dallas top with 14 points, Sporting... Uh, Kansas on 12. And they've got Rail Salt Lake and San Jose Earthquakes on 11. And bring it at the bottom, you've got the uh, the Oregon Derby. You've got Seattle Sounders and Portland Timbers. Ooh. See, Seattle Sounders... Oh, no, it's, it's one of the two. They're some hipster's choice, aren't they? <laughs> it's always fun watching the MLS because of all the ex-Premier League players in there.
0: Wasn't Because Clint Dempsey's at one of them, isn't he?
1: I think they at Portland Timbers. I watched them once. Um, and I think they played Toronto because... Um, uh, whichever was it Toronto that um, Jermaine Defoe was that I think so yeah so you had um, uh, Clint Dempsey like you said you had over Martins and then you had people like Bradley Orr and people like that oh like, my god like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have some real sort of drags from the past
0: you think oh I remember him
1: must be nice though to go to America and a decent living playing football I mean there's worse things to do isn't there
0: oh yeah well
1: better than a rainy night in Stoke. Well, exactly. Some do, of them. do you know what? It was... Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, oh, he was the white guy that played for Trinidad, I'm sure he was, and I can't remember his name. He was playing in LA when Beckham arrived. Ah. Uh, oh, I wish I remembered his name, but I can't remember him. Um, and he'd come from Port Vale. <laughs> and you think, well, it he must be... I mean, we're, we're earning money at a League 1 or League 2 football club can't be that bad. It can't be, you know, it's probably better than what me and you earn. Well, yeah. And where would you rather earn that kind of money? And would you rather earn that kind of money in Stoke playing for Port Vale or in Los Angeles?
0: Well, hmm. let me think about that. Uh... <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I was a crap football with the Passport, you'd go somewhere warm, wouldn't you, rather than the League 2. Well, that's
0: the thing. You, like, you see, with the Chinese league as well, now there's starting to pick up these ex-Premier League players and they're just throwing ridiculous amounts of money at the situation. Yeah, Tom... they must be making a pretty penny. Exactly. Thomas Sorensen's playing in Melbourne. He I mean, can't be that bad, can it? Mm.
1: Melbourne must be a nice place to live in. Oh well, yeah. Apart from that, I won't go to Australia. The snakes
0: I hate snakes. Oh, there's there's a plant in Australia, Australia that looks like a the leaf is like a heart or something. But if you get stung, well not stung by it, but obviously if you get like the needles in your fingers, it won't come out for like six months. Ow. Or for six or twelve months and it's just there, you can see it, but and it hurts, but you can't actually do anything with it. Australia's a nasty place, isn't it? Yeah. Snakes, crocodiles,
1: alligators, uh, spiders. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah, it's pretty... Uh... Locals.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah. My friend, her brother, lives on the Queensland-New South Wales border, and the story she tells me about the bloody animals he finds in his garden and his loft and things like that, it's just... Just like, why wow, would you do that to yourself? Yeah, well, yeah. And not only that, why would you do it to your bloody family? Take them out there as well. <laughs> what have they done to deserve that? Uh, we should talk about the Premier League? Yeah. Speaking of disgusting and terrible places, mm. Norwich. Um, They've got a big game this weekend against Sunderland, haven't they?
0: Oh, it's a good old six-pointer situation.
1: Well, this is. I mean, they cocked up the first, This is like sort of part two of their relegation battle, isn't it? They cocked up last week, didn't they, against Crystal Palace?
0: Yeah.
1: Um... They're currently fourth bottom, aren't they, on 31 points. Sunderland, third bottom on 27. They win this. They are seven points clear with... Well, they've got four. Sunderland have five games left. They're almost safe then, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I think if they get to that point, they'll probably be okay. because I can't see Sunderland picking up many more points on the run-in at this point.
1: No, Sunderland lost to Leicester at the weekend, didn't they? Um. After that ended a run of four consecutive draws. But they've not won since they beat Manchester United 2-1 on the 13th of February.
0: Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a really interesting game. Actually. I mean, if Sunderland win, they're a point behind Norwich with a game in hand. Hmm. So we'll throw them back into the mix. And it's difficult because all four teams have been so sort of poor this season that they're all in that situation where they probably deserve to go down. Mm. and One of them will be fortunate enough to sort of stay the course. I don't really know who I'd prefer to go down, actually. Uh,
1: Sunderland. In general, Sunderland after what happened with Adam Johnson and after the news today, Newcastle after what they did to Jonas Gutierrez. Yeah. I think I quite happily see them go down. Um, I still think it's a shame about Aston Villa. Yeah. Because I quite like Aston Villa. Um, Norwich, if they win, are only a point behind Palace because they had their draw last night, didn't they, against um, 10-man Everton. Yeah. Uh, newcastle Swanson, let's talk about them because uh, if they win, they're still... If they win and Norwich lose, Newcastle are still three points
0: behind them. Yeah, it's a very difficult situation. The RAFA project hasn't exactly... Gone as planned, has it really? No, um, the new manager uh, bounce hasn't worked, has it? No, that's probably they were probably banking on getting like a few points because of it. Mm. Um, they're in a whole heap of trouble. Um, their goal difference is pretty poor. It, even if they do win, which I think is going to be a tough ask anyway, they're, they're still not safe. They're, they've still got a lot of work to do, mm. and the, the players are just. They don't seem to care, really. No, those goals they conceded last week to
1: Southampton. I mean, that first one where Stephen Taylor basically carved a path through. Yeah. For the attacker.
0: Uh, so, Newcastle, Jan Yamat Yama won't play because he punched a wall. Obviously, this whole thing with Gutierrez came out again as well. And it's almost just like they might as well just go down at this point.
1: Well, really, yeah. I mean, the thing with Gutierrez, he's won his case for unfair dismissal, hasn't he? He Yes. There's four counts he was claiming on, and he's won two of the four. Uh, He wants £2 million compensation, apparently. Um, It transpired he didn't play as it would have triggered a 12-month automatic contract extension. Um, He said Alan Pardew, or neither Alan Pardew nor people on the board, really sort of asked, how he was when he was getting better or wished him to get well soon, that sort of thing. Uh apparently part you, his evidence was articulate but it was quite contradictory. Or you know, he delivered it in a confident manner, as I think I saw it on the BBC website, and I thought well, that's probably how he did I can imagine him being like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and uh Lee Charling, the managing director of Newcastle, was evasive, quote unquote. Mm. Uh and Jonas Gutierrez has tweeted tonight, I am a fucking Geordie. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go he's had a little pop at the Newcastle board while proclaiming his love for the club and the fans yeah. um, Guiglin's unsure on his future for Swansea he doesn't know what he's going to be do there's talk of him getting an Italian job now Conte's joining yes
0: I saw something I think they said about that last week actually um, be a bit of a, I don't know I suppose a bizarre step up but I suppose who they really else. Who have they got to choose from, I guess? Italy. But then, I don't know what would happen happened with Swansea.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he's quite nice, doesn't he? Um, yeah. I mean, he's one of these sort of. Sure we've got them in here with sort of these wily old managers that have been around for a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, and they seem to have them over there, don't they? Italy, sort of Trapattoni or Lippi or people like that. Yeah. Uh, Swansea's win over Chelsea last week took to 40 points, so they're pretty much safe now, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I I can't see them getting dragged back into it at this point.
1: No, and Newcastle haven't won since the 6th of February. Ooh. That is a long time, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's got to be damaging for your confidence as well, let alone anything else happening.
1: Yeah, on a human level, you must walk out on the pitch and think, well, yeah, we're going to lose this, aren't we? Yeah. Um, Okay, well, this is probably the final nail on the coffin for down there. Uh, Manchester United versus Aston Villa. Villa nearly went down last weekend, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I mean they're so, they're so close. Sixteen points. Just they've been so awful all season. They've ju- I've just seen they've cancelled their end of season yes. awards. It, 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 yeah, they can't really give any awards to anyone, can they? Unless they do sort of satire awards, like Micah Richards for best tweet or whoever it was. <laughs> oh, Julian Lescott, wasn't Julian it? Lesko, Julian Lescott, Julian for best tweet. And I don't know, they, could, they could probably have some fun with it. Might as well raise some money for when they're in the championship.
1: You really, you think sort of do it the other way around, do the worst? <laughs> yeah. Of it. Um Gabby today, has he gone somewhere else for training or something?
0: Oh, I didn't see about that, but I know he's always he's been in a bit of hot water the past couple of weeks. Anyway.
1: Yeah, he has, isn't he, with his she shirt in yeah, um, in Dubai. Um, United won this three-one last season. I can't see Villa getting anything from this.
0: No, it'd be a miracle if they did. Yeah, it, it might just be. Maybe they'll just tan up, but I highly doubt it. I think eight in a row now they've lost, isn't it? Yeah, they're just. I think it's, it's no hope, really. Yeah,
1: should we talk about some nice. Should we talk about the top. Yeah, yeah, Leicester, West Ham, Leicester could have been champions tomorrow uh, on sorry tomorrow, on Saturday, if obviously they did their bit by beating Sunderland last week, um, if Spurs had lost last weekend, and this and, and this weekend and Leicester had won this weekend then they could have been champions.
0: I think it I don't think they'll do it this weekend as well. I think they'll have to wait until the weekend after maybe.
1: Yeah, I think you might be right. I mean West Ham now they are um they're in sixth, aren't they? They're five points from
0: Manchester City in fourth. It's kind of gone, hasn't it? I think the, the dream of Champions League, as you said, is probably gone now. But I mean they can the sixth place for them is still really good anyway. They um, take- so come. I was going say I was gonna say sixth place is really good for them anyway. They've still got a good chance of finishing fifth or really pushing for that top four. They might not get top four but they'll at least make a good run of it.
1: They've been very unlucky, haven't they?
0: With yeah. decisions. Absolutely. Particularly at your place. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> don't know what you mean don't know what you mean these things even themselves out don't they as they say they always yeah they always say that things decisions always equal themselves yeah. out at the end of the season
1: I think they tend to to be fair but looking back over recent weeks they have been really <laughs> unlucky haven't they because they yeah Ozil was offside last week for a goal against them and they should have had one that stood last week I mean, last week could easily have been 5-2 yeah uh, with decisions going the other way they could have taken points off of you
0: um You do like to think things even themselves out, but I'd be quite aggrieved if I was Slavin Bilic. Yeah, I mean, they had that red card as well We then got over time, but it's too late then at that point, isn't it? Oh, yes, that was the Palace game, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Mind you,
1: having said that, any sympathy you do have for Slavin Bilic, for bad decisions, you do have to think back to the World Cup semi-final in 1998 when he got Laurent Blanc sent off for feigning an injury. Well, (laughs) he's probably not looking at it that way. No, he's probably not. <laughs> no, he probably robbed. He's robbed one. a man of his um, footballing destiny and you know a sort of peak of his life. But yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about the red card over Crystal Palace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised that I don't have any sympathy for him anymore. No. All
0: of a sudden, you are. I feel a bit bad for him. No, actually,
1: no. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> not, not at all. Uh, well, Monday night Stoke are going to be playing Spurs. So Spurs need to obviously win to get back into this title race. Um, Kevin Friend won't be there, though, will he? Oh, I didn't see about it. What's what's Kevin Friend done? Kevin Friend is a premiership referee. um, He's from Leicester. He's a Leicester City fan.
0: Oh. So
1: he's not allowed to referee uh, Spurs at this obvious contentious time of the season. That's interesting. Yeah. I once saw Kevin Friend referee a match. I was at a pre-season friendly between Truro City and QPR. And Kevin Friend was on holiday with his family down here in Cornwall. Heard about the fact that the game was going on, and rang up Truro City and said, can I come and referee for the afternoon? <laughs> so he'd rather be a referee than be on holiday with his family. It's
0: clearly his true calling in life.
1: It, it must be, mustn't it? And the fact that he had all his, equi- all his like, cards and whistles and everything with him on holiday.
0: Well, that's a, yeah, he can't just ring up and go, oh, it's all right, I've got the stuff in my suitcase anyway. Yeah. I
1: wonder if he saw the fixture before he went down and thought, if I take this with me, I can give them a call. Oh, it's kind of quite tragi- tragic comedy sad but it is
0: quite sweet oh, uh, you never know and then sort of his family like what are you doing he's like they called me there's this uh, urgent situation they asked me to, to referee and you know he can play off as they Back to him rather than him back in
1: there. Or that, or you can imagine him going off to a different room and they go, what's Kevin up to? He's very quiet. And then she catches him packing his bag with all his referee stuff. And, oh, <laughs> Kevin, you promised you wouldn't. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm going down the co-op. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not again. Not, not another holiday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Every time we go on holiday, Kevin, you end up refereeing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he won't be there. Oh. Um... Stoke, uh, a Stoke on the beach? Do you reckon?
0: Yeah, they're probably just thinking with. There's not much more we can do. No, they're
1: um, ninth at the minute, aren't they? Uh, yeah, forty-seven points. So I mean, they're not going to get into Europe, are they?
0: Yeah, unless some sort of miracle happens, mm. um, so they probably. I mean, they'll probably just look at the table and go, "We're ahead of Chelsea. We're done."
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that's what they could be looking at as well. And they've got Liverpool to catch. I'm sure they quite like to do that, especially after we beat them last week. Um, um, they have won two out of six. Spurs won three out of four, scoring nine. I got a feeling this is going to be Spurs quite easily.
0: Yeah, yeah. As we said, you know, I think Stoke are sort of on the, um, on yeah, effectively on the beach. They're just taking it easy now.
1: Yeah. Although Bojan Krcic, he was at the Etihad on Tuesday, wasn't he? Yes, he was taking selfies, wasn't he?
0: <laughs> as you do. As you do. Yeah.
1: Maybe looking at some one of the teams he might be playing for next season.
0: Well, that's the one, isn't it? <laughs> mm.
1: Um, right in the race for fourth we've got Arsenal versus Crystal Palace uh, which is Arsenal obviously in the race yes, for fourth Yeah, yeah uh, they won two at their last three they had that draw last week they were very arsley in that draw last week weren't they
0: yeah <laughs> we've said it several times you know Arsenal just love to do these things to themselves
1: it was hilariously Arsenal, wasn't it the fact that they sort of they were 2-0 up and then they let the goal in just for half time and there was no let's keep it tight it was just Uh, panic
0: and then they let (laughs) another one in (laughs) it's always the way as soon as they get a bit of you know we're doing alright let's just keep it calm and then as you said panic oh we have conceded no (laughs) well how do you reckon this one's going to go Arsenal I can't really see past them for it well easily you reckon yeah
1: yeah um, apparently that won last week, didn't they? Uh But then they drew versus Everton in the week, like we said last season. Uh, a ninety-first minute Aaron Ramsey goal came, um, gave Arsenal a two-one win. So you never know.
0: Yeah, I just think Palace are probably in that position where they're they're looking at themselves in the league and thinking we're probably fine. Um again, do you want to stretch yourself too much against an Arsenal team that are probably begging for the points?
1: Yeah, where are Arsenal now? I mean, they're third, aren't they? They're they're only two points ahead of City. They're two. Um, they've got a game in hand over Spurs. Yeah, at the moment they're six points behind them. They win that game in hand, they're three points behind them. Uh, is second beyond them?
0: I think so. It's, I think it would take a lot to get there.
1: It's first beyond them.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I can't really see people saying that they're still in with a title chance. No. Okay. Which, can't see it. it. Um, is third beyond Manchester City who will come on to No. Time. No? I think Champions League is going to be a big distraction but it's the, I, I'm i just highly expecting Arsenal to still finish fourth. Oh really? Just it's what they do majority of the time.
1: It's the place they know best and they're happy yeah. to Yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe they'll just be drawn to it past like last couple of games they'll just intentionally lose or draw finish fourth and then be like right we know what we need to do we need to win our qualification game we know what we're doing
1: like in Bugs Life when the two, the, where the flies are flying around and he says stay away from the light and he goes I just can't help it yeah exactly they're That's... thinking
0: we we want to get higher and Fenger's like no we stay 4th We have to have fourth yeah it's like, <laughs> it's like a trophy isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: uh, Well, come to Manchester City they're playing um, Chelsea at Stanford Bridge
0: well, I'm not looking forward to this oh really you're not no Last week against Swansea was such a poor performance and now Man City luckily might be a little bit tired from the Champions League exit and they might be sort of, again, eye on another prize effectively but it depends what Chelsea side turns up I guess. Well were you bad last week or was Swansea really really good? Um, probably a bit of both. I think Chelsea just weren't at the races and I mean, Swansea played very well, you know, and no discredit to them. Um, but I think Chelsea, if they would have played the way they did against Villa, not that that was a good, um, massively good performance by any stretch. I just think there was no consistency. There was no real fight. Again, I think it's that thing, we're getting close to the end of the season. Chelsea, I haven't got anything to fight for. Managers not staying. So, why bother? Who's going to be in goal for you? I'd like to think Begovic. I thought he did do a right job. He's a fantastic keeper. I lo- I really like Begovic. I don't think. I'd... And again, if, if Quartar does end up going in the summer, I don't really feel like they'd need to sign a re- like a number one replacement. Hmm. I think Begovic would do the job. And he wears the number one, of course. Well, yeah, because Quartar apparently refuses to. do So
1: yeah, never trust a goalkeeper who. Doesn't want to wear number one.
0: Whose number is thirteen? Which just makes no sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, this is, we've, we've done this
0: before. Haven't we? I think we spoke about this before, haven't we?
1: Yeah. But goalkeepers that choose not to wear one is just something
0: wrong with them. It's almost like they don't want to be in the the first team. They want yeah. to be on the bench.
1: Well, uh, yeah, exactly. Anything on earth is wrong with you? Um, no, Frank Lampard, of course, for Manchester City.
0: Well, that's always good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And City got back-to-back wins, haven't they? Uh, this is the De Bruyne effect, isn't it? Um, he was back against Bournemouth, and then they've had the West Brom win as well. Uh, and of course, they had the PSG win, and they're, mm. they're back on back on a roll. And yeah, I just Mojo thought of again. so
0: many. Yeah, I just thought of so many derby potential names as well for that one. The Frank Lampard derby. Frank Lampard. Yeah, who else? Sh- Sean Wright Phillips. Wayne Bridge didn't he? Yeah, he did. Wayne, yeah, Wayne Bridge. Wayne
1: Bridge and John Terry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And now, um, Kevin De Bruyne a derby. Yeah, could be yeah, that one for a few years to come. Yeah, just, God damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he would have hated it at Chelsea, you know that, don't you? Oh yeah. Can you imagine a play like that in some kind of boring Mourinho line-up? He would have hated it. Yeah, I mean it's not Mourinho anymore,
0: it's fine. <laughs> oh,
1: it's Conte next season. Well, yeah he's a, renowned for his attacking <laughs> I imagine he is I suppose didn't he, he got, Juve got 100 points under him so
0: yeah well the big rumour is that he wants to sign Lukaku back don't get it
1: well Lukaku has said he doesn't want to go back
0: I, I, I don't know
1: why he would no especially the fact that he can pretty much name wherever he wants to go now can't he yeah I mean you can you can see I can, I can see him at Manchester City some
0: bonkers 60-70 million I pound bid. thought that as well actually I don't know. Can you imagine that strike force? It'd be a bit... Aguero and... Although Aguero's already said they were leaving a couple of years. Uh, I suppose they need to get someone in to be the, the replacement.
1: Yeah, he said he's going to go back to Argentina when his contract ends. I can't see... Yeah. I mean, 100% nailed on that Bonnie's going to be there next season. And then is Ignacio ready?
0: I wouldn't say Ignacio's ready, but he's still a good sort of you know bench striker. But... I'd... I still don't understand why Man City bought Wilfred Bonnie in the first place, especially for the it was in an astro, astronomical fee for him. Considering there's always a one striker that has a good sort of season and a half, and then one of the big teams snatches them up and sort of goes from there.
1: I can only imagine that Aguero must have been going through one of his injury plights because yeah. he was a January signing, wasn't he? Bonnie wasn't yeah,
0: he? yeah, and he was available. And why not? It's the same thing whenever I think of why Chelsea signed Denver Bar and then decided to get at Remy a couple of seasons later. Yeah. Two sort of mid-range players that not really fit for a top-four team potentially and then end up going there and then not really doing anything when they're there. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Well, speaking of Lukaku, Everton have got Southampton this weekend. Um, Everton fans last week at Watford, roundly behind Roberto Martinez. He's our man, (laughs) they said. (laughs) Baines is one of us that was a brilliant banner I thought I mean the Martinez one out it was kind of predictable without Baines is one of us
0: I thought that really sort of (laughs) stuck the knife in didn't it yeah (laughs) I really can't see Martinez being there at the start of next season I can because Bill Cain is such a soppy outside yeah I mean just they've not been considering the talent they've got in their squad which I think is quite I think they've got a good squad something's just not working for them.
1: Oh, I think the something is Martinez, definitely.
0: Yeah, I mean, Lukaku obviously is more than likely going to go in the summer. I can't see why he wouldn't. Um, And then, what are they left with? Well, Barcelona got
1: that buyback clause on
0: Delefeu, haven't they? Yeah, which I'd take up if I were them.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then... If someone comes in with the bonkers John Stones bid after his last few weeks. Would you do it?
0: Would yeah. you sell him? Yeah, yeah would. I mean, cause, again, he's been sort of half a clutch didn't sign him in the end because he's just been so sort of. In, he's shown in his, in in, in yeah, inexperience, mm. and yeah, it's all it's all falling apart for them really. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to get anywhere near forty million from now, are they? No. I don't know who would pay forty million. Maybe they'll get Man City. They'll get some. Well, they'll get (laughs) something silly for Lukaku. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I can't see anyone coming in for especially forty million. Maybe thirty. But he's an English player at the end of the day, so I guess the the fee will be inflated somewhat. Yeah. I did
1: see a tweet this week say that Richard Wright has gone further in the Champions League this season than um, Lionel Messi. West Brom Jalvin versus Watford Um, West Brom have lost two and drawn one of their last three Watford's draws draw against Everton last week that ended four consecutive losses 30th of February is their last one versus Crystal Palace which was 2-1 both of these teams in the middle neither going up neither
0: going down yeah same situation I can't see them getting dragged into anything bad so we're getting to that point in the season where we'll go through half of these fixtures and just think None of these teams care anymore.
1: Well, no. I mean, the other thing is, is, do their managers care? Are both managers going to be there next season?
0: Probably I, not. I mean, Tony he Poulos think? is... He's always going to be around somewhere with his cap and his trackie. <laughs> um, I don't know what... Well, I don't know what the Watford boss would do. I don't, can't really see him going anywhere unless an offer comes in.
1: Mm. No.
0: Exactly. Maybe that's maybe the same for Poulos, unless... Pulis waits for, until like halfway through preseason and decides to leave.
1: Yeah. He's done that before. Yeah, he's done that, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and finally got Bournemouth versus uh, Liverpool. Um, apparently, Felipe Guccino is saying that if Mario Gürtse comes to Liverpool, he's off.
0: I don't know why you wouldn't want to stay in the same team with him. Well, you think they could play together? I, well, I, I can't see any reason why not. You'd have to drop someone, but that's a dream partnership isn't it as, do you know what I just had a as you were saying that I had a
1: nightmare vision of um, buying Goetze selling Coutinho and thinking well we've got Alan Milano we don't need Coutinho <laughs> <laughs> that's a horrible scenario in my head this is this is going to be like when uh, Benitez <laughs> sold Zabi Alonso to try and get Gareth Barry
0: isn't it because <laughs> they're the exact same player um, <laughs> yeah that's a dream partner, like Coutinho and and sort of behind a striker. Yeah, I mean, I know Liverpool are losing tonight, but Origi scored again. If he's on form, he's a really season, good player. Yeah,
1: I mean, him or Sturridge up front, either of them can get you
0: goals with Gerzinho and Coutinho behind.
1: That would be quite good, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, I don't know why. He'd want, I'd, I don't know why he'd say he'd be off anyway, unless he's trying to. This is just a bargaining sort of play. Yeah. But. Um,
1: well, both these teams have won four at their last six. Um, uh, Bournemouth had that win over Villa last weekend. They got to 38 points, didn't they? And then they sort of had a bit of a wobble. They let seven in, didn't they, against Manchester City and Spurs? Yeah. Um, They're only three points behind Chelsea. Yeah.
0: I'd, um. Again, Bournemouth are probably going to think, they'll be really happy with this how the season's gone, mm. I reckon. And they'll sort of be a tough game. Um, where is it at? Is it your place or theirs? No, it's but I mean it's at Bournemouth. This was the game
1: at the start of the season where Liverpool one nil, thanks to uh, a very dodgy offside goal. I don't know if you remember. It was, someone was either offside or there was an interpretation of the offside rule or something. Oh right, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the ball. I can
0: see Bournemouth winning this. You know, again, well, especially after tonight, I think Liverpool will probably be a bit sort of downtrodden. Yeah, Um, I think Bournemouth, it's probably the right time for Bournemouth to play them. Do
1: you know what? I mean, Liverpool are a rebuilding job at the moment under Klopp. Um, They're not really his players. If we don't qualify for Europe, it's not a massive problem because he's got 38 games in which to work these players next season. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's interesting sort of looking at and seeing how the landscape of the Premier League and and how we're going to be in Europe is It's drastically changed now. Yeah. You know, with Leicester and obviously Tottenham being in the Champions League, that'll be massive. And then and seeing teams like Liverpool and Chelsea not in the competitions, all in the same season.
1: Yeah, um it's great for our coefficient in about two, three years, isn't it?
0: <laughs> well, hope, hopefully these teams can play in the Champions League and actually get, get somewhere. I think it'll be a big shock to Leicester, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine a lot of Leicester players being there next season. Can you? I mean, Vardy, I can imagine staying... The younger players, Kante and
0: Mara, have obviously been linked elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and that's an interesting one about Vardy. I mean, I, I think he's very going to be very loyal to Leicester, so I can't see that being a problem. But a bonkers bid, bonkers amount of money. Liverpool, £30 million. If, you know, a big team comes in and says we can offer you this in a couple of, I mean, then again, why would he leave to a team that's not got European football if he's already at a European football club? Yeah. But or maybe 20 million plus
1: Coutinho because we bought Goetzer. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd take that. Um, okay. Uh, that brings us to the end of all those. Anything else you want to add? Any other business or mentions or anything like that? Uh,
0: not to my eyes, no. No?
1: Okay. Uh, well, I'll do this for Mark because he's not here this week. Issue 12 with <laughs> the Football Pink is coming up very soon. I think you can get your pre-orders from there. So you can tweet him at the Football Pink uh, or you can go to footballpink.net and make your orders that way. Um, some good stuff coming in that in that issue 12. So if you speak to him, he'll be able to send you a copy. Um, Ross and the guys hopefully will be here on Sunday uh, to review what we just previewed. Um, Ryan, if they want to speak to you, how do they follow you on Twitter?
0: Uh, my Twitter handle is at the Ryan Goodman. At the Ryan Goodman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Man on the Post is obviously at post. post.com is the website. Uh, we're always looking for new writers, especially with new season coming up. It would be fantastic to get some new people there. So send your stuff in to uh, chris at post.com and we'll have a look at that and we'll get it up on the site. Uh, you can download us from ACAST and subscribe to us from ACAST. You can download us from iTunes. Um, if you do either of those, please, please, please rate and review us. Um, if you like what you hear, rate and review us on iTunes and ACAST. If you don't like what you hear, send us a tweet and we'll do our best to put it right. Um, so thank you ever so much Ryan thank you thanks for coming on and all it remains to be said is always keep your man in the post